What's good, everyone? Welcome back to my first kicks. I am your host, Haas, and this is episode 88. And this week, we welcome Blockhead. He's a legendary producer who has worked with many of my personal favorite artists. And it's a great, great honor to have him on. We talk basketball and his process to making music. So I can't wait to get into this. But first, I hope y'all dug last week's episode, the Kick Talk Volume 2. It was a pleasure having Morgan back on the podcast. We got to talk a little bit more about TikTok. Uh, just check out that episode if you haven't yet. And if you're new to, to the podcast, check out all the previous episodes because we talk about sneakers, but they, we use it as a through line to get to interesting conversations that we have each week. But I'm happy Morgan jumped on so we can get some other sneakers that aren't what I'm looking on 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 your radar and also get to know what he has on his radars. And I'm hoping to get as many of the previous guests I've had on here as much as possible to do a kick talk, whatever volume, because it's just interesting to see what everyone is uh, paying attention to in terms of just what you want to cop or what do you just you just seen a sneaker that had a great story or a sneaker that just came into your mind like it's such an interesting way to just strictly talk about sneakers you're into at the moment and just this very i want to say excessive uh, hobby that we do currently and i think it's just fun to see what people are looking at in order for them to want to buy a pair of kicks and i think it's a great process that we should all be thinking about and doing instead of just being like i like this i'm just gonna buy it or like everybody's wearing these so i'm just gonna buy it like i think it'd be great if we put a little bit more thought into what we're buying and why and and do a little bit more research into what goes into the shoe, what is the shoe is made out of. And I think these episodes highlight that. So I'm hoping just to continue to uh, help to consistently do them each month uh, or every four episodes. I think the plan for my in my head is to do one every four episodes so i have four guests and then you'll get a kick talk so you'll see morgan on a bunch uh if i can't grab anybody at the last minute because he's always looking at sneakers and he's he's looking past present future uh he's looking all the time and it's it's great to have a like-minded person like me who but he's also looking at other brands while i'm very I'm kind of I stay my lane like until I, I remember something like an old Diodora that I think like if I'm looking at the purple tape Diodoras, I'm like, OK, let me look them up. And then I see that price and I go, OK, that is not a shoe I'm going to buy right now. So <laughs> he doesn't have that problem. So I think more going to be a great guest to keep having on consistently. Uh, I'm going to have other people back. Uh, Flex uh, is going to be jumping back on. We're going to have. Chris Chaney coming up soon. So I'm very excited 
to not only jump into this episode, but to continuously bring TikTok back. And if you want to jump in the conversation as well, you can use the My First Kicks hashtag on any social media or tag me um, and we can start talking about sneakers that you're into. You know, I want to get this to be as inclusive as possible. Uh, sneakers that somebody brings up or if we have a compiled list, I'll put pull them up on the episode and see, oh, you know, this intrigued me from user such and such. I want to do that. So let's try to get some more activity and tag me in that hashtag. Uh, it will be a great experience and it can also, you know, advance the reach of this podcast, which I know some of y'all would really like to see. So on to where you can find Blockhead. You can find Blockhead on all social medias as at Blockhead NYC. That's B-L-O-C-K-H-E-A-D-N-Y-C. Don't forget to check out his website, BlockheadNYC.com. I want to say he mentioned it and on the episode, and I think I'm do, literally doing what we went through. Yes, BlockheadNYC.com. Um, I still have to cop my, my uh, vinyl of Garbology because I need that, which I mentioned on this episode. Because I'm a big Aesop Rock fan, which you'll hear on this episode as well. And if you heard, <laughs> if you ever heard the the Homeboy Sandman episode, I also mentioned it on there. But it's just a fun episode, and you know where to find me. I am who is Haas on all social medias besides Twitter. I'm still trying to work on that. That's who underscore is underscore Haas. Right. I said that right. Yeah. And don't forget to follow the podcast at my first kicks pod on Twitter and the gram. My first kicks is the TikTok handle, which I'm trying to I'm not I'm not going to be pushing out consistently every day. Three videos, but I'm trying my best currently. So let's get that going. And on to this week's episode with Blockhead. Hey, Blockhead, welcome to the podcast. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> Yo, man, this is an amazing honor. Uh, I talked your ear off at the Open Mike Eagle show and <laughs> begged you to come on and you, <laughs> you agreed. <laughs> hey, I'm an easy, I'm an easy date. <laughs> <laughs> man, I mean, that show was crazy yeah, in terms of just great. like, that show was so good. I mean, I love seeing Mike. Shout out to Mike, mm -hmm. future guest, uh, a friend. Um, and uh, yeah, that show was crazy because you walked in and you were like, you're like looking like looking for people that, you know, and I just me, some random person be like, Blockhead, what's up? <laughs> I didn't know anyone. I was, like, I was like, I guess I'm early. <laughs> I'm, I'm habitually early, though. That's my problem. So I, I have a yeah. lot of those situations where I'm just like waiting for people and like kind of looking around uncomfortably. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm also the same way or just I just go to shows by myself. So I don't have yeah. to worry about looking right. for people. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, that that venue elsewhere, you said you're did you how did that show? Oh, you it, said you were playing it, I, show played, there. I played there the week after and it was it was yeah. great. It was just uh, as hot a, a stage as I've ever been on. 
and I was sweating and uh, I, like I literally I couldn't dry off. Like I was like soaking through my shirt at like <laughs> at like eight at night, you know. That's so crazy. Yeah, I mean, it, it's funny because like I was I went to elsewhere. Um, shout out to elsewhere. But I went to elsewhere before literally the last show before the pandemic that I saw was at elsewhere. That's interesting. Yeah. But the funny thing is those are the, the only shows I've seen since the pandemic have been elsewhere. I went, I saw Woods there, then I saw uh-huh. Mike, and then I played there. And that's the only and I was there three times in four weeks. Wow. Just because like those shows just happen to line up like that. Yeah. Know? I'm not, I'm so mad. I can't, I didn't and I didn't go to that Billy Wood show. Uh, you made, I didn't you, even know it was it, it was a star-studded cast. I mean, <laughs> the crowd was just full of like you're, you're like mad people i've never met before i was like oh shit this guy this guy like it was yeah it was it was it was a it was a cool show the way to give me fomo dude yeah, hey, man. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I mean but yeah that venue is so dope and, and it is um it is. i i think like it's interesting because i live in queens and like to get to there i have to like walk over this janky uh i don't know if you walk through to to um elsewhere from the other side of brooklyn where it's like you have to like walk up a weird like metal great thingy oh i go off to the get L. over there i'm off the l so yeah. I, yeah i just hop off the l and walk so i i hate up. i hate it i hate it because <laughs> it's like it's so sketchy and i did it one time like drunk and i was just like yeah this is crazy like there's like a it's like a full gated uh stairway that you walk up and it goes over it's like an overpass yeah it's an overpass. oh yeah those i i always wonder about those when i see those when you're like driving up in the bronx and shit and you're like Mm -hmm. this must be an interesting place at night (laughs) 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 they got them on the fdr drive too yeah 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 yeah, yeah. and yeah i was just like this is not fun but yeah you know um yeah, thank you for jumping on. No, my, my pleasure, my pleasure. <laughs> but uh, let people know, uh, let my listeners, uh, you know, into who you are and and uh, uh, a little bit about yourself. I'm just a man. No, uh, I'm a <laughs> I'm a producer. I started my career with Aesop Rock. Uh, I did a lot of his early stuff, um, and I do solo stuff, instrumental music. Um, I work with Billy Woods. I work with Mike Eagle. I work with a lot of rappers. But, I mean, you know, any anyone who's like cool in the underground scene, I probably had a song with at least at this point. Uh, I'm missing a couple in my collection. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, you know, I just, I just collecting them like in like I mean, infinity gems. There's, there's a lot, there's a lot of wish list rappers for me, you know, but um, uh, yeah, you know, I just, uh, I've just been doing this for decades and I'm still doing it, you know? I mean, and definitely one of the best around. Oh, that's like, I think like, I love all your music. Uh, and then imagine I just like, but besides this one song, and this is why I have you on. I don't like this. <laughs> <laughs> hey, people do that. That's <laughs> just crazy. Uh, no, nah, yeah. I mean, been a big fan. Uh, been listening to you for years. Uh, but we're here to talk about your first kicks. So I'm going to hit you with that question. What's your first kicks? What's that first pair of sneakers you absolutely needed All to right. have? The first ones I needed to have, because I was ne- I didn't think about sneakers at a younger age. Mm-hmm. But my freshman year of high school, I got the Ewings. And uh, we don't know what company made them. Yeah. So, yeah, we were doing a little bit of research, but I only have I have a um, a small synopsis of the shoe after because now Ewing's Ewing Athletics was um, brought back by Patrick Ewing Mm -hmm. um, and they did like a huge thing uh, like a couple years ago. uh, And. This is what we may think is the shoe, but we are not yeah. 100% sure. <laughs> uh, so here we go. The flagship 
Ewing athletic shoe, the 33 high is an exact, uh, well, let's cut this part out. Uh, uh, <laughs> this is a shoe from originally from 1990 yeah. uh, and features classic reverse, a classic reversible ankle strap that can be worn on the front or back of the shoe huh. uh, and a full length <laughs> PU midsole for cushioning. This limited edition colorway, which is the one that I have pulled up, which is a black on black, yeah. uh, is pictured on their famous box and was the exact shoe that was worn in the 1990 season by Patrick Ewing and features a one piece, a one, a one piece black matte upper, which is the first time they were using this construction. Uh-huh. All right, so they're very interesting. Trailblazing on their trailblazing. <laughs> um, that see, in my mind, it was a British night shoe, but I don't think it is. Yeah, because I think didn't Xavier McDaniel have a sneaker, the X Men, and they might have been British yeah. Knights. Yeah, he did for sure. I, that I do know. But uh, oh, so if his were British Knights, then the, the Ewing definitely were. I knew it was one or the other was British Knights. But uh, but yeah, the Ewing shoe, I bought it, and it was the first sneaker I ever like was like begged my parents to get me. Uh, you know, I was 14. I didn't have money, you know? <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and they got it and, and it was, you know, pretty much like a Frankenstein boot. It was heavy. Uh, I was playing ball at the time and they were not good for playing ball in, in my, my memory. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were clunky. They're very clunky. <laughs> and I feel like I kind of, my, my, my zeal for them wore off quick. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. You know? I mean like that, that's you. Cause you, have you always been from New York as yes. well? Yes. Yeah, I grew up yeah. in New York. Yeah. Uh, so Ewing was Ewing was, but I. But yeah. Here's a here's a side note though. Mm. I'm a New Yorker. I was a Knicks fan, but I was a much bigger Dominique Wilkins fan. Mm. And had there been a Dominique Wilkins sneaker that I was aware of, I would have absolutely bought that at the time. But I didn't <laughs> know it. there might have been, and I just don't know about it. But like, I never saw a Dominique. <laughs> I think he did wear. He wore British Knights too. Because like, shit, shit didn't he? I think so. Yeah. It was either that or pony. It's one of those shoes. Cause I knew I, cause there was that moment in, uh, I mean, in my sneaker research, uh, back in the days, it's just like a uh, converse pony British Knight all had that same model of like a right. court, like a court shoe, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that like, I think Dominique Wilkins was either a Brit, uh, like a pony or a British Knight because I don't, I don't the big four that ran with the converse, um, weapon. The, it was, was like, like Larry Bird, Magic, Magic Johnson. Um, who else? I, uh, I can't was, think of other anyone else. Who, uh, yeah, uh, was it Hakeem? Oh, uh, maybe. Uh, there was like a I know it was like a big four that had that ran with that and and that was like everybody just started emulating that shoe because yeah. they was just selling out like crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, maybe I can do a little bit of research yeah. while we talk. Yeah. But like, <laughs> yeah, <Dominic laughs> see, like, but but Ewing was like you know the second guy for me. Yeah, uh, but uh, and you know, I, and it was it was just you know it wasn't the best sneaker. Like I didn't I didn't come away, and I feel like for years after that, I, oh, I also like stopped wearing basketball sneakers as my casual sneakers at that point. Mm-hmm. Like I wore those, and I was like, these don't make sense. To, okay, uh, on a on a, uh, on a on a on a casual level. So Dominique Wilkins uh, was endorsed by the Reebok Pump. Oh, yeah, I never fuck with Reebok. <laughs> that's Reebok was always a mom shoe to me. Yeah. Like always. Like even yeah. and I, I've I've seen cool Reeboks. I that's the thing though. I'm I'm like as I got older, I got really, really, really myopic with my taste. And it was just like Nike. Like I don't yeah. I haven't worn anything but Nike mm-hmm. except for basketball sneakers, which I'll wear absolutely any brand. Right. Because I don't they, I don't care how they look. 
I don't care how much they just have to be comfortable. So yeah. I, I've been wearing, I've been wearing New Balance in the last like oh, three or yeah? four years. Yeah, the Kawhi. I just That's got the new Kawhis, and they're comfortable because I, I got wide mm-hmm. feet. But uh, but for social shit, like casual shoes, like Nike, it's been Nike since ninety four yeah. probably. You know, like I wore mm-hmm. shell top shell tops in in eighth grade. Oh yeah, what yeah. what got you into shell tops? Was it Run DMC? Hip hop? No, it was. This was a uh, Run DMC was already kind of past. I mean, like it, this was like probably eighty nine ninety. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, it got to the point where shell tops had kind of gone away and then come back. I think mm-hmm. the there was like, yeah, there was like a shell top resurgence, which is funny because two years is no time, you know, but like it, or two or three years, it, it, I guess they, they'd kind of come back. And I had shell tops and uh, I really, I wore those with Carhartt pants and that was my whole vibe for, <laughs> for, for, for many years. So I think I definitely, was, I fucked with Adidas in high school, but then Nike yeah. just kind of whisked me away. But I, I don't even remember oh, yeah. what kind of Nikes, just Nike, period. Like, I mean, Bo Jackson. You know, I wore mad Bo Jackson. Oh, I love okay, Bo Jackson. Okay. I had Bo Jackson. I think, you know, I think Bo Jackson, uh, Bo, Bo Jackson uh, had like a, it's a classic shoe. Oh, yeah. Like the, the soon as you see it, you're like, yo, like just the way it just looks and, and the way it looks on feet. I've never been able to get a pair, but the one that I've always wanted, because I don't know where you, <laughs> do you remember the big, uh, everybody kept wearing like a, a Raiders jersey <laughs> with, a pair of Bo Jacksons, like it, black and in New York. Yeah, really. In New York. Oh, shit, it no, was I don't like that at all. <laughs> I don't remember anyone wearing Raiders gear in New York. Maybe the Raiders hat a little bit, but that was like totally no. NWA influenced. You know? <laughs> no, it was the. Is it a Charles Woodson jersey? It was always like a. Oh like yeah. Hat. yeah, yeah, it was, yeah. It was Woodson like a black. Wizard. Yeah, the black jersey with like the the silver lettering and everybody's like during I mean during that era of just like throwback jerseys, I think that one was like all over the place. You'd go to like the, I mean, the spot on 28th Street, get the fake jerseys ready to go. I mean, know? the Raiders gear was a very hard look. Like black black any black thing with like so that's just like a a tough look and that was the era of looking tough. Yeah. Like people wanted to look as scary as possible in like the <laughs> late 80s early 90s like you did not, it was not, you were not dressing for girls back then. <laughs> no one, no one gave a shit with girls. Like people were wearing fucking eight ball jackets for real. Oh my God. I, I saw Cool yeah. G Rap on, on Broadway in an eight ball jacket in like 91. And I was like, that's mm-hmm. the coolest person I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> I was like, that's the coolest looking person I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, that's intimidating as hell. Like, yeah, isn't yeah. he like, how tall is he? He's like he's, six something. He's, right? like, he's a little taller than me. He wasn't, he wasn't like a, he wasn't like a giant, but he was just like, oh. he's a big dude. He's kind of a big dude. Mm-hmm. He might, he, yeah, he might just be six feet tall. I don't know, but he, you know, he's not, he's not like seeing uh, like method man. He's like six, three, or six. Four. Yeah. He's a giant, but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, uh, that, that was the, that was the style back then. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, listen, I think, I think like if, when you find like that, like classic look for yourself, then you just kind of just drill it home because oh, I, yeah. I mean, I wore so much echo. I was like, (laughs) (laughs) I wore so much echo in high school. It was unbelievable. Like people were like, man, you with this echo all the time. I'm like, yeah, you know, this is, you missed, you missed, uh, Stussy. You're after Stussy, right? No, I once, uh, Stussy maybe came back for you. I think, yeah, Stussy was like big when I was in high school. Yeah. Oh, and and triple five soul, triple five soul, triple five soul. Yeah. Stocking caps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I never LRG, had any of that shit. I never had any LRG of that was big. LRG, yeah, LRG. I remember yeah. that was that was so that's like early two thousand, late, mm-hmm. like yeah. That, the, uh, was, <laughs> go sorry, go on. Gonna, no, 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 I was gonna say like this was like because I was I grew up big on the during the backpack hip hop yes. days where everybody was wearing LRG and like oh, I siphon. 
uh, everybody's going to Moose Unlimited to, to buy shirts. I, I was always an off-brand loser with that stuff because I just didn't. I didn't know outside of Jabos, which I wore my jeans for like '93 to like '97, like humongously baggy Jabos because that because that was yeah. a brand. I was like, oh, I can find Jabos. Uh, like I would go to. I didn't know where to get baggy jeans. Like I didn't know they made jeans that came baggy. So I just go to Gap and buy like a forty-eight waist, thirty. 42 length Jeez. and just like it's baggy and it was just baggy in the wrong way and it'd be like curled over my belt and shit uh and like i literally i did not know how to dress and then <laughs> and then i got then carhartts came along and i kind of like sunk into that and felt a little yeah. more comfortable cars you know mm-hmm. you were so like i mean how early did you start traveling to do music uh traveling i didn't tour till i was 28 so mm-hmm. that was 2004 2005 i think okay. i was late i'm it's probably best i didn't like I probably, <laughs> I probably saved, you know, shade, like kept, kept a little extra years of my life by not touring as like a 22 year old. Yeah, for sure. Cause I would have yeah. been wilding out as, as, as a 22 year old, 28. I was already kind of like an adult, you know, I was kind of like, all right, I'm yeah. like, I'm going to go to bed instead of party. Like I was, I was already <laughs> in that mindset at 28. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's wild. I think like, uh, but like, I think twenties in New York city is also wild. 20. I mean, teens in New York city was wild back then. Oh, yeah. I mean, you, you missed a, uh, you, you, weren't around pre Giuliani, but it was different. I was tailing. It was different. But I mean, like being 14 in New York mm-hmm. when Dinkins was president, was, was a mayor, <laughs> like you could drink like you're 30. <laughs> you <know? laughs> like, like, I, I posted something on my Instagram the other day about, uh, yeah. about this bar. Um, God, I'm just forgetting the name right now, but it's the first bar I ever got drunk in. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I went on New Year's Eve with a friend of mine. It's the first bar I, I'd been drunk before, but it's the first bar I went to. And yeah. it was, uh, and I went with my friend on New Year's Eve. We were 14. I was big for my age. I was already like six feet tall when I was, I never grew after 14. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, same yeah. Here. Doesn't that suck? <laughs> like doctors like, you're gonna be six, four. I was like, yes. Uh, Listen, I, we've talked about yeah. this at the show. I was <laughs> yeah. just like, you know, uh, you become, you become six feet and you play sports. Yeah. They just put you at center. Yeah. And you don't learn how to dribble exactly. at that, all. That, that. that has been my problem. But, uh, <laughs> but so I looked big, but I still was baby faced and everything, you know, mm-hmm. but my friend was like braces, zits like voice not fully changed yet. And then we walked in, they're like, how old are you? They're like 21. They're like, okay. And they served us drinks and we got so fucked up. We were vomiting by like 10 o'clock at night. Like, cause we also went in, went there like seven 30. Cause we don't know that people <laughs> go out late. And, uh, but yeah, that was a, that, that was New York in like, you know, 92 <laughs> or 91, Man. 92. That sounds so crazy. Was, Did you, so you, I mean, you played sports. Yes. Uh, I, a majority of like high school. Uh, I played, well, I, I played, on my JV team. And then the, the realities of, of my playing time of the varsity team were not worth mm-hmm. it to me. Mm-hmm. Cause I've never been a practice guy. I'm kind of like Iverson. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, no, I mean, I just like, I, I was a, a power for a six foot power forward. My school team was good. I would have been riding the bench. I would have like, I would have never played. And I mind you, I could dunk in high school. Like I could, That's I could, crazy. I could jump. Like I could, I was a really good rebounder. But I was six feet tall. Like I couldn't. There was guys that were like six five that were playing my position, uh, who were good, who were better than I was, better players than I was. So I was. I just didn't play. I just went to the parks after that and played in the uh, parks. And uh, and I played little league until like I was sixteen. Because I, I was going to ask, like, did you, uh, did you did you get to like at least get like to the point where um, you got team shoes? Like, were you? Oh hell, to no, no, no. That yeah. was that wasn't a thing in my in my school. <laughs> we didn't have that. But but like, uh, it was. Yeah, it, you know, it like. It was just like slight, like JV was the perfect level for me because I could like 
I did jump ball. I jump, I jump ball. <laughs> like, <that. laughs> like I was like, I was, like, you know, I didn't leave the paint. I was like Rodman. I couldn't shoot for shit. I just rebound, yeah. pass it out, rebound, but you know, like, <laughs> <laughs> No, I mean, like, yeah, I mean, I, I was definitely the scorer of the team, which was the problem. Right. So, like, I came up in um, like my mom would put me in the I don't know how she found this stuff, but she would put me in basketball teams that are like outside of my school. Mm-hmm. And then like growing up. Like, and so, like, like, yeah, cool, like, little leagues, I wish yeah. I wish my parents had done that for me. And and. I just kept playing with like whack people, like whack kids. So I was the only one scoring points. I remember, yo, I remember there was one time um, I was playing in this league. It was like a tournament or something like that. And uh, they, we got, I kept scoring that the, to the point that the ref was like, you can't score anymore. Like you're capped off. Uh, he's like, you have to let the other, you have to let the other kids shoot. That's, now, that's were, you, were you a shooter or were you just dominating the paint? I was just dominating yeah, the thing. Yeah. So you're Shaq. You're like Shaq. I'm, I'm, yeah, 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 yeah. That's like, I was like that little league. I was like me and my, this one other guy were like the two monsters, like 13 uh-huh. year old giants. And I didn't, I wasn't even that good at baseball. Like I could hit. Okay. But like, uh, we were just scary compared to like, you know, there's like people who I, who I'm good friends with now who are on my little league team who I don't even remember knowing then because they were so little. <laughs> <laughs> He's just there like, who? I'm like, like, oh, it's some kid. Some kid. I don't know. I'm a man. This little kid does new shit. Yeah, Yeah, man. I mean, it's wild. But I'm very because so I've I've never played uh, basketball in anything other than a pair of Nikes or um, like I tried. I tried a pair of of Adidas's for a little bit. Like the what was that? The crazy lights. I tried those for a little bit because they were supposed to be like light, but still um good on your ankle because yeah. i have bad ankles yeah uh any baller does every baller has bad feet or ankles my, yeah. both my feet or ankles are trash <laughs> like, i don't jump and, anymore <laughs> i mean i i remember that picture of uh lebron's foot that was like Ugh. circulating for a little bit <laughs> yeah i mean i mean real like, like you ever seen shaq's feet Ugh. no uh, <laughs> it's funny though you know it's funny because like as, as as much as my allegiance to nike has been strong mm-hmm. outside like the last Nike I remember wearing was the first LeBron's mm-hmm. and I love them. I bought like three, I bought them like three times in a row because they, they were white. Again, I have white feet. Yeah. And then like they changed them and they just started cutting off my foot. And I was like, I can't yeah. wear these. And then I switched over and then I kind of just hopped from, I was wearing a uh, Lillard twos for a long time. And mm-hmm. I, I love, I stand by those still. Those are like probably my favorite, most comfortable basketball sneaker. And then I just started wearing a uh, fucking new balance, like new balance, stopped making basketball kicks and then started again yeah. like a couple years ago. And they've been great. Um, although I did, a friend of mine works for um, Foot Locker, and he gave mm-hmm. I, I play in this run, this weekly run, and he got everyone's sizes and was like, "I'm going to bring you all the new Lamellos." Oh yeah, I heard they're really good on the court. They're not. No. <laughs> oh, I, again, it might be my feet. It's my, like my feet are very specific, so I can't really judge it. Well, I, I think I was think I was so I, I don't know if you ever watch like wear tester videos. No, no, I haven't. So, so there's this. There's I'm not a, that there's deep. That, I'm not that deep. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't even have to be that deep. But, but there's a there's because like I, 
I like I, I do the research, but in terms of not even just like but for like performance based shoes, mm-hmm. I do the research because it's just like you get that one chance to yeah. buy the shoe. And then after that, you're kind of just stuck there. You can't just go to a full locker and be like, yo, can I play a pickup game? Yeah, yeah. In, no, in, I, in this. <laughs> you can't tell just by trying them on in the store. I mean, sometimes yeah, exactly. the bridge will be a little tight. and You're like, I right, know this. About yeah, exactly. And so I uh, there's these web there's these uh, YouTubers there. There's two of them. I think uh, it was things like Soul Brothers is one. And the other one is wear testers. And if you put in, when you look them up, you put like, so say you want to look up the lamellos, you go lamellos, wear testers, and they do a full like beginning to end of just like, this is what the shoe, this is what it offers. And that uh, wear testers were saying it's really, it has really good on court grip. Oh, like, so, like, I, I love it. Yeah. That might be true. The, the, for yeah. me, like the funny thing about them is like, I put them on the first day and I was like, yo, these are comfortable. Like they were like cushioned. Mm-hmm. And then like, I played with him twice. And I was like, oh, these are good. And the third time my foot started cramping. And then the fourth time it felt like I had a bound foot. It just got worse. Usually shoes get better the more you wear them. Yeah. And it just got, and all of a sudden I was getting like cramps in the bottom of my foot. And I, and I changed immediately back to my old uh, New Balance, which looked like uh, Captain Planet colors. Uh-huh. Cause I don't care about like what sneakers look like on a basketball court. I do not care. Yeah. I'll wear the stupidest looking sneakers. I don't give a shit. Uh-huh. They're up. And, uh, and, though, and immediately my foot felt fine. So I was like, all right. So if anyone needs like a size 13, barely worn lamellos, let me know. <laughs> I'll, I'll sell them to you on eBay. <laughs> uh, you got to sign them for me. Yeah, I'll yeah. take them. Well, I'll the funny thing is wearing here. people like kids were bugging out over them. Yeah. The kids are like, think, oh, you got the lamellos. I'm like, these look, and they're, I think they're ugly. They're, there's the Rick and Morty ones. Yeah. I didn't get those though. My friends did. And then, and I, I was like, you should just leave, put these on ice, man. Like don't even bother playing. <laughs> but, uh, but the ones I got were gray with like, like red, a spider web looking shit on it. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think they're pretty whack looking, but, uh, but you know, <laughs> they're not, but also like, you know, they're maybe they're just not for me, you know, maybe I'm just yeah. not, it's not of my generation. Like, mm-hmm. like Lamella. <laughs> I like Lamella. I mean, you know, I, I, yeah. He's a young, he's yeah, young I wish man. he was a Nick. I uh, wish he was fuck, a Nick. I wish, dude, God, amazing. <laughs> I just think like, yeah, I mean, you're right about that. And it's also just like, you know, your preference of just, what are you looking for on the court? And, yeah. A lot of that just varies to players to player because, oh, yeah. like, if you're just down in the post, you just want something that's going to be like that's going to absorb all the like the, the pushing and back and forth that you're yeah, doing down there. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, I just don't so, want to hobble. That's like, I, yeah. just, I just want something that like just makes me not hobble. Yeah, and that's and, I, and New Balance has been that for like five sneakers in a row, all different you, types, and and I, and I stand by them. Yeah. That's 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 the bread and butter right yeah. there, man. That's where you got You got to just stay in that lane mm-hmm. of being like, yeah, this is what I'm a rock from now on. Yeah, I 100 percent. And, and it's an old man <laughs> shoe and I am an old man playing basketball. So like it kind of lines up, you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, you were we were talking before you like you're a big fan of the 95s. Uh, which ones? The 95s. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Well, I, I do the I do the I Nike ID shit a lot. Oh, yeah. Like, I make like a, a pair a year and there's always the 95s. What, 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 like, do you go with themes or are you just no, like, I just like, like, I'll like, let me go. I, I just like, whatever the, I'll just fucking around on my phone and be like, yeah, sure. Order it. It comes <laughs> in and, and, uh, yeah, I love, I, the Nike, I love the Nike. I wish they'd expand the colors a little bit or change mm-hmm. them up more. Cause like, it really is like all the sneakers I have will start looking the same after a while. Cause I, yeah. I focus on certain colors, but, uh, but yeah, I love the, the 95s are my shit. And really Air Max is the only, like I buy new Air Max all the time like all like, the time yeah well like I, I i'm a sucker for instagram ads and they know me by now mm-hmm. and they man they'll just put up a fucking air max i'm like ooh, 
or what, what's the other one that uh, S, 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 uh, ESG, what are they called? The, the, the Nike S, something SG or something like that. They the Nike S, SG? No, 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 no it's like something S, it's another letter. It's like a, maybe I'm just forgetting it, but then <laughs> I figured you would know this. Come on, you're, you're a sneaker guy. Yeah, I'm trying to think, I'm trying uh, to think. Nike ESG, ESG something. ESG. Nike, uh, Nike SG. Nike, hold on. Nike ESG. No. I'm getting ESG report ratings. Yes, I am too. Uh, Man, I just, it's going to be something that's obvious that we're, I'm just getting wrong. Uh, let's see. I mean, there is a Nike SG. Nah. I don't know, but it, it, they have a lot of, like the colorways were fucking awesome. And I saw, I saw yeah. that. And, like, but mostly it's, and then I also wear like Continentals as casual sneak, you know, the Nike, like those kind of joints. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like old looking sneakers. I like sneakers that look old. Like mm-hmm. they look from the eighties, like, like the shit that people would wear in fucking, uh, in, a in like Rushmore, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like the characters are like, yeah. like, they look like tennis, like people play tennis in them, you know? Yeah. Those are like for casual kicks, but, but Air Max is my shit. Although I don't Were like, you? there's a popular style of Air Max. I really, really don't like, which is that, which is the one that looks like aliens kind of like an, like there's no truce on it. It's just like, I can't explain it, but it's, it's, it's a, it's a type I know mad people have. It's kind of like the, they're, fuck with. It's, it's just like, does it, it's like the Air Max cut, but it's a different color. And it, there's, it's, it's like gray, usually has like uh-huh. yellow laces or, or like. Oh, I think you're talking about the, the craters, the Nike craters that they're like, it's but, like gray. But, but they're, they're Air Max, Nike. Uh, could I, be. I, I'm going to look gray. up. I'm going to look up, see if anything comes up here. <laughs> let's see. Let's see. Like, oh, wait, I shit. I, came up with some stuff uh an air max there are a, a version of the air max that were like mm-hmm. oh wait here these are them i gotta uh they're like air max it, they're not here i'm gonna just pull a picture out and send it to you okay and you, maybe you can <laughs> maybe you can help me out here <laughs> how do this god damn it i'm having a little trouble here <laughs> um the message in the chat. <laughs> okay, I got it. I got it. I got it. Sorry. Yeah, clearly, I don't use things. That's <laughs> <No, it's> all good. <laughs> uh, man, I almost gave up on this. I, I can't, I can't pull but they're, they're, they're called, they're, these are called the Nike Air Max 95 Noise Aqua, but it's, oh, it's okay. a variation of this sneaker that looks mm-hmm. like this, and they look like sketches to me. And I think they're wack as fuck, but man, people I know love them. People who interest. Are you looking them up right now? The, the, yeah. the Air Max. Oh, and I, yeah. Like people. The padders. Yeah. You're talking about the padders. People yeah, love, I love these. those. And I, I don't. I love these, man. They look, like, old... they look like cascading water. <laughs> That's the whole point. <laughs> <laughs> they're sketchers, man. They're sketchers. <laughs> no, they're not. But they're not sketchers. Yo, so I was listening to the, the one you did with Homeboy Salmon. Yeah. And, uh, and I fully ride with him mm-hmm. on I've never owned Jordans. I've never owned. Uh, um, Air Force Ones. I don't even dislike those sneakers as a thing, but I've never owned them. I've never, I've never thought to eat knowing them. <laughs> and it's a, I'm like, oh, cool. He and I. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I totally like, so I was, I was ride or die Nike SB for a while. Like I couldn't, I was just like only buy Nike SBs, yeah. um, which are basically just dunks. Yeah. Um, and so like, 
I was I was like, oh, I wouldn't buy a Jordan at all. Like mm-hmm. I would like and then uh, I eventually bought a pair of Jordans and then that's just like but that's like I think it's just like they're it cool opens looking. the floodgate. Yeah. Some are, cool. all, I mean, there's too much. Yeah. But it's also just like I, I grew up in the era of like and I mean, that comes with music, too. Like I grew up in this era of just like, well, not an era. I grew up being like, I don't want to listen to the same stuff that everybody's listening right. to. Mm-hmm. I And I don't want to wear what everybody else mm-hmm. is wearing. Like, like I did fall into the like, oh, yeah, everybody's wearing Echo. But even past after that, people were still like. Are you still wearing that? I'm like, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm riding out with this. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. that era, the Death Jokes era, that was all dunks. Yeah. It was dunks. Everyone had dunks. And oh, I, really? Yeah, oh, man. Like, and then 2000, 2000 to 2004, like, mm-hmm. they, they were, like, wild, just different, like, wild, different colorways, like, all these special edition dunks uh-huh. and stuff. Yeah. And I never, I always had things that were, like, like dunks, but not quite. Like, they, like I would, again, like, kind of like buying jeans that were too big. Mm-hmm. like without because i didn't know like i'd always get some shit that wasn't dunks that was like it's kind of like dunks but they're not you know <laughs> but i kind of i stand by them like like the, the sneakers i had i really loved at that time right um as as, as you should if i had better, by them. if i had a better memory i would tell you names of them but uh <laughs> I, I don't but um there's one pair that man i was, was like my favorite pair of all time and i i don't remember the name but it, they were <laughs> but it was a uh, yeah I'd have, to, I'd, have to, I'd have to Google for half an hour. It's not, not worth it. On <laughs> I mean, it's all good. I yeah. think, uh, especially because, you know, that era of just like, now you just have me thinking like, oh yeah, vast air is just walking around uh, LP's house with like, well, the house that they all shared. They got with, Converse like, too. They, they had, a con- <laughs> they got, there was a Converse, uh, Converse gave, put some, like, uh, um, uh, gave them all free shoes. Uh-huh. Like a lot of the guys gave. So they were, they rocked some Converse stuff. Yeah. But it was mostly dunks. Like everyone had dunks. Ah, yeah. Damn. If only I was around at yeah. that time. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what that would have <laughs> yeah. been sick. <laughs> what, are, what are your thoughts as a sneakerhead on Chuck Taylors? Um. So in high school. And, and Cats. Just, and Cats. And those, Cats too those, as well. They're the same. but like i mean i like the the classic chuck taylor i think it was i never fell into it and i knew like i had like a bunch of friends would wear because i was i was the music person like they would like people who like music would always try to put me on their type of music right right. so i had like rock kids around me as well yeah and and, like uh they would always wear chuck taylor's Mm -hmm. i didn't when i went to high school we didn't have pro kids like i was the kind of slip-ons like the kind that everyone wears now like those kind of oh Okay. Yeah, I'm talking about like the, the kind yeah. of that they just. Like, I don't think it's like boat shoes. To, they kind of look like yeah. boat shoes a little bit. I know what you're talking about, yeah. but I don't think we got that. I think we got the van slip ons. Oh, sure. the van, you know, van, yeah, yeah. vans, vans. I thought yeah, I, I meant vans. Oh, you meant vans? <laughs> yeah, I, meant vans. I, 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 I meant hate vans. those. I have yeah, those like one of those shoes. I absolutely, especially because I'm a size 13 like you. Oh yeah. And as soon as I put them on, they look like I have a banana peel Dude. on my feet. <laughs> Honestly, some of the Nike SB ones are a little long in the foot for for a Bigfoot dude. Like I'm not like I, I know dudes that are like six six that have smaller feet than me. Yeah, uh, yeah. And it's yeah, like it's kind of like, hey man, like <laughs> these things literally like like uh yeah, like I, I have some like I, I got a bunch of SBs for free like last year. Mm-hmm. And some of them really dope, but like man, like some of them were just like they're just long as fuck. Just what? like super duper long and like we're, skinny. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just telling you, we're the same size. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> you slide <laughs> them over. <laughs> you got long skinny feet. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like, um, I, so the one thing that always that I, that I always bug me out about Converse's is that it's literally just a piece of wood, like a piece of like cardboard, 
and the sole, and that was the sole. Because I remember yeah. if uh, my friend had a pair and he would just tape it up because he would just wear it down to the bottom. And so he would keep taping it up, keep taping it up. And I was just like, what? like it fell apart one day in school. And I'm looking, I'm just like, yo, is it only just like a piece of cardboard? How are you even walking on this right now? <laughs> and then he was just like, you know, it's just, you know, I just wear these. I was just like, all right, buddy. Like, I'm over here where at least like an Air Force One was like constructed so that you have some sort of cushioning. Yeah. And that's what I wore. And it was the cheapest shoes you can buy. Like Air Force Ones are chunky in a good yeah, way. Chunky for, in a good way. And, and like when you got big feet, like mm-hmm. width makes them look smaller. Yeah, you know what I mean, like, like, like the only skinny long shoe I really will fuck with is a blazer, mm-hmm. and I, and those are kind of like dress up shoes to me. Like those are like yeah. if I'm going to like a ball. <laughs> if I'm, if I'm going to go meet Cinderella, I'll put on my, <laughs> my <laughs> put on your blazer. Put on, put on my, my my Nike ID blazers that I've <laughs> then Somebody comes up to you like, listen, man, like, this is supposed to be this is a dress up. You're I, I was to be like, I'm up. wearing a tuxedo and some blazers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're like I'm dressed up. Yeah. Man. What the hell's these, wrong with these you? These are my fancy shoes. These are my fancy sneakers. Um, but yeah, I just think like like now that Nike took over, mm-hmm. they actually made Converse's comfortable because they put in. Oh, did they? Like a, yeah, they oh, put shit. in a All sole, right. and it's like it actually like there's actually cushioning in it. So I have one pair, and it's a pair of the off white Converse's. I don't know if the you've all seen, but they're just like the all stars or are they? They're all stars. Oh, yeah. Okay. And so like that, I was just like. I was like, oh, this is comfy as hell. And like you could take out the sole and you can feel like it's actually like oh, okay. has like padding in it. And then the the shoe itself is like solid. But yeah, it, like it's just that still wasn't like I wasn't sold on it completely. And I don't have like a ton of them either. So <laughs> I, I remember my, a, a friend of mine from L.A. came to visit me and like and he's like, yeah, let's, let's, let's walk around New York. I was all right. And, and like we walked around. We walked from like 14th Street to Chinatown back around like we, we mm-hmm. like, walked miles and miles. And he had on a, uh, and he had on, on, um, Keds. Is that what we're talking about? Keds? Yeah. yeah he had Keds. Uh, vans? He, said he, had van, he had vans on. He had vans. Yeah. Thank you. And, uh, <laughs> and his fucking, there's blood like seeping <laughs> through his, his vans. And I was like, I didn't say anything. I was like, he's like, he's like, dude, I can't walk anymore. I was like, what's the matter? <laughs> you know, I, I'm wearing like some fucking Air Max on just chilling, like feeling totally comfortable. <laughs> And yeah, he, yeah. He, he struggled. And I was like, oh, yeah. these are not walking shoes. <laughs> I mean, it's crazy because like, so yeah, you know, you're, you're friends with Aesop uh, mm-hmm. and he got his own Adidas. Were you able to get a pair? No, I didn't get them. Um, I, well, the thing is, I, I probably could have, but I was like, I, I don't collect like that. You know, like, I don't yeah. like, I'm not a put on ice guy. I, I wear the sneakers I get mm-hmm. and like, uh, and I probably wouldn't have worn them mm-hmm. just because like, I don't, it's, it just wasn't really my style of sneakers. So I was like, just. There's someone, someone wants these more than I do. And, uh, <laughs> but it's fucking awesome. He goes on sneaker though. I and mean, it's like, yeah, that's it's a great. grail shoe of mine. I've yeah. been trying to find a pair, but. Oh, well, you know. is that what you asked? <laughs> no, 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 no. I wasn't, I just was very curious if you were able to like, I have like, one back here. <laughs> yeah. The reason why I have you on this podcast is so to see if I can get, get, get this off of you. Uh, but, but no, <laughs> I wish because like the last time I found them on eBay, the guy wanted like 500 or something like that. Yeah. But, but the box was also signed by Aesop. And I was like, all right. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Did, did he sign all the boxes? Or No, oh, he, he just went. He The person put in the time to take it to the concert, met wow. Ace after, wow. signed it. Yeah. Because that's the only way you can get it. Yeah. I just think I, but I also was just like, it's it's interesting because uh, he worked with Jeremy fish and Jeremy Mm -hmm. fish has his own SB. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, I have that. Yeah. I have that. Uh, <laughs> Jeremy Fish, so, uh, he should give his own sneaker line in general. It'd be awesome to have like a bunch of Jeremy Fish kicks, you know? Yeah. It would be way better. I don't know if you know about Jeremy Scott. I have heard of Jeremy Scott. Yeah. He does know. those weird shoes. But if you. Is that the, red, the like, little red characters on him and stuff like that? Uh, Is that it's like mean? pandas and like he puts like a panda on the shoe. He's done like a, a tiger with a tiger tail on the back of the, the pair of Adidas. Uh, and his most he does these wing shoes they have like wings on the top oh of them. okay wait I'm, I'm i'm just going i'm finding them now let's see mm-hmm. uh oh yeah that was, that's way too much yeah jesus christ so like if jeremy fish did a shoe it'd yes. probably be like of this like, like something like this if i saw someone wearing these in public i would immediately think they're an asshole <laughs> like these are like that's how i feel when i see like people with like the the um the easy crocs yeah you know i'm like oh you're an asshole you bought these stupid fucking like like mucus shoes. Uh, mucus but shoes. I I mean like I'm my age never shows more with how much I hate Yeezys. <laughs> yeah, oh, I, I hate how they look. I hate I hate how they look. Um, I don't I don't know. It's just like it's like it looks like future shoes, and I'm just not ready for it. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I mean, so then I guess look up a pair of Fear of God, Nike Fear of God, Nike Fear of Gods. Okay, because those to me are future shoes. Like legit, I think those. If they if they were able to make more and more of them, then I think. Oh, I've seen those. Yeah, they're well. Yeah. See, okay. The, I hate these, <laughs> but <laughs> but I see value in parts of them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that. Like the high. They look like wrestling boots. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's parts of them I think are cool. Like I, there's way too much strapping and shit going on, and I don't know. <laughs> they they they're moon they're like moon boots will always be a thing that I apply to sneakers that I don't like. Oh my god, those look like moon, moon boots. boots. Those look like moon boots. But moon boots <laughs> were the bane. What was it? The, I mean, Ewings were are kind of moon boots. <laughs> no, I don't. But yeah. moon boots like, like legit moon boots. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, I never played ball in them, so I can't tell you. Like, I, I didn't play much ball in them. <laughs> You're probably like training like a DBZ character where you just like, you, 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 I don't know if you watch Dragon Balls. No, no, no. But there's moments where like uh, the characters are like training and then mm-hmm. they take off their clothes and then they, as they drop their clothes, it just, the the, sh- the earth just like uh, shatters or something like that. Like, so like the ground just like breaks because they was like, oh yeah, these were, these were 500 pounds. We were training in 500 oh, pounds. Okay. Yeah. So like yeah. that's like ankle weights. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, t- I, d- I, d- I took the long way to just talk about <laughs> ankle weights. That's it. I, I definitely I probably it probably helped my jumping wearing carrying around those heavy ass Ewings. That's why you were able to yeah, dunk. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's it. And, and walking on my toes. I always, I always try to like, when I was young, I tried to walk on my toes more just because uh-huh. I knew it'd be good for my calves. Yeah, <laughs> and that's I, cr- uh, and that's crazy. I never and, thought about it. And, like I, that. and I would jump and hit awnings. Uh, that, my uh-huh. whole thing was like trying to hit anything I could and they, like. You know how little kids do that with like doorways, yeah, yeah, but I would try to do that with like shit that was like, you know, ten and a half feet. <laughs> I could, you know, I get close. Like, <laughs> wow, we got hops. I did, I did, and then it ended. Then it all. Now I don't jump. It all. Now, now, now you're just a three point shooter. I tore. I am. I am. I, I tore three ligaments in the when I was 21 or 22, and I and that was it. And I, I never healed. And I just and then I learned to shoot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Before that, I was like, you know, how like a John Morant jumps in the air and like figures that out. Yeah. Not that I was anything like that, but I'm saying that my, my thing would be jump as high as I could hang in the air as much and then like do a layup last second. Like that, that was my MO back then. Nah. Like, Cause I could not shoot at all. 
Blockhead Moran over yeah. here. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, imagine if I could jump like a quarter as high as John. <laughs> I mean, he'd be up there. Oh, man. It's he's, crazy. He's, he's, he's nice. Do you like, I mean, you know, you watch basketball. So mm-hmm. like, have there's, has there any been, uh, has there been any shoes that have caught your eyes besides the Kawhi? Um, I don't, I, th- I think basketball sneakers are ugly by trade by nature. Yeah. And I, and I only wear them for basketball. So like, I don't like on a fashionable level, I don't ever look at, basketball sneakers in any way other than like functionality uh i mean that's what i think that's what it's built to be now because i don't i don't there's no way anybody's pulling up in the club yeah or like you're going to a show you're like i'm gonna put something nice on and you're like let me grab my lebron 14s you're always gonna look bummy you can't look like you can't be wearing pants and basketball sneakers and not look kind of bummy Mm-hmm. Like you just came back from the park or something like that. Like you, yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll always like look you, like that. Like you definitely have shorts under your jeans. Right yeah, now. yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's a yeah. It never. That was never something. The, the two things never crossed for me. <laughs> but but I, I did like the the Lillards. I'm telling you, man, the Lillard twos. Yeah. I'll, I'll go back in the past and buy those over again. <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully, I mean. Listen, Lillard is my current favorite player right now. Like, because obviously I'm a Knicks fan, yeah. but like, I you, I feel like to make NBA exciting, you have to be invested in somebody um, that you just watch. Like, you can. I would suggest playing like, fantasy basketball. I mean, I can't. It's just it, make, it makes everything great <laughs> or bad. But you can watch like a like a like a the two worst teams play and ha- and be invested in it because you're like, oh man. Like, you know, Josh Kitty's going to get an assist. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, I, I definitely started getting into gambling. Uh, oh, yeah. The, the, the sports books being legal here in New York. My boys tried to drag me into that. And I was like, nope. <laughs> no fucking way. <laughs> but you get, you get real intense with oh, these I, games. You'd be like, I don't know. I'm, I'm pretty sure your boys show you like, oh, yeah. their parlays. Well, they're like, crazy. The crazy like, parlays. He's, he's like, he get five three-pointers, shoots over 50%, has less than two turnovers. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, that's way too, like, that's too much stuff. It's too yeah. much stuff. I'm just going to, like, play fantasy basketball and just hope my guys do well. Don't get injured, you know? But listen, you could turn five dollars seventeen hundred dollars. It's quick. true. It's true. It's true. <laughs> Man, I, it's it's crazy. Like, uh, I don't know how people like because you can see how like scrolling through when when it's basketball or or football season, when you scrolling through the through IG, like you're just like this person hit on a 25 cent bet uh and now has $150,000. You bet first 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 bucket blah blah blah. First and you're like I want to do that too. So you just start dumping in random random parlays. But it's there. low bet. Like you could just put in like a dollar, 2 dollars on, on all these mm-hmm. random things and the odds. I mean that's kind of that's kind of cool. As long as you kind of set limits for yourself to not go broke. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or like, somebody has to come over and break your legs. Yeah. <laughs> so much money. Like, <laughs> sport, sports duel is going to come and crack your knees. <laughs> or fan duel. What's it called? Fan duel. Fan duel. Fan duel. Yeah, like, yeah. Use the code blockhead. Yeah. Uh, 25. 25. <laughs> Trust me, it works. It works. <laughs> oh, man. Um, I mean, it's, it's crazy. It's, it's great to have you on here. The, the, I, I do want to know more about like, um, music and Thanks. your process about like now 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 with like it. what what has motivated you to keep going and and continue to make music uh, post pandemic well i'll say that that this is fucked up but like boredom is my greatest motivator mm-hmm. so the pandemic was extremely prolific for me 
Like I was just in my house alone, bored, making music. And I made so many beats during that time. And I made a solo album. I did a album with Aesop. I did another album, like another project. I did like th- three or four projects over the pandemic. And, I, and on top of that, made a ton of beats. Like I just had like set, set myself up for the next year to, you know, mm-hmm. um, boredom is always like, if I, ha- if I'm busy and life is moving, like I'm not making a lot of music, yeah. uh, but I'm often not busy. Like I, I kind of make it. So I'm not, busy. <laughs> like I, mm-hmm. I choose, I choose my, my lifestyle is very quaint in a, in a, for a New Yorker. It's very quaint. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like I just, I don't know, like I'm not, I'm not sick of making music yet, you know, mm-hmm. it's, and it's fun. And the fun thing about it being a producer is like, there's so many avenues you could take with producing. Like I could do, I was thinking about that today. Cause, uh, you know, I'm working on a compilation record with all these different rappers. And that's like, my passion is rap music first and mm-hmm. foremost. Like I, that's what I listen to. That's what I grew up listening to. That's like the stuff that I'm most drawn to. And then you have my solo stuff, which is instrumental. It's kind of, you know, sample based instrumental stuff. And then there's like other shit. Like I, I I've been doing this stuff with, a uh, this dude, Elliot lip. And it's, a uh, it's like kind of, instrumental music but like kind of more upbeat like stuff that i wouldn't typically do myself at least the yeah. whole album of. and it's fun to kind of play around with that and like have no rules um yeah just kind of having a freedom to it is nice and like you're your own boss so you can really do whatever you want and like i'll make a beat and be like oh that's weird next one and the next one will be a boom bap beat and then it, like you yeah. never know like every beat is gonna be a surprise i never sit down and be like i'm gonna make this kind of beat it's like i sit mm-hmm. down and then the sample I find dictates where I go next. And then that's, I just kind of follow that path. I mean, that's dope as hell. I, it, like this resurgent of, uh, I mean, I don't know. Do I call it a resurgence of underground hip hop? Like, I, I, think, I, I think it is. Do you think that's what it's, I, think, it is? I mean, I don't know if it's a, I mean, like things have changed so much since 2000, the early 2000s. Like the yeah. internet is so different now than it was. And like streaming services, like SoundCloud, like YouTube is different now. Like, like, Back then, like you could tell what music people listened to by how they dressed, you know, mm-hmm. and that was like a, a common thing up until the internet made everyone the same. But like, yeah. but, but even that, like, I could see a dude that looks like he's like a mod who's like, oh yeah, I love Billy Woods. And you're like, oh okay, like you just have no idea. Everyone like, style style doesn't <laughs> doesn't dictate anything anymore. Yeah, um, I mean that's t- totally. Uh, crazy too because like uh, yeah you can't really just be like I'm a judge of a book by its cover this person doesn't really listen to this right I've been I I make playlists and stuff like that so like I always try to cap be able to captivate as many people yeah uh, but I just give it to anybody like hey like I don't do the I mean I'm pretty sure you a thousand percent remember the days of do you listen to hip hop oh, uh, you oh yeah <laughs> That's, I mean walking walking past fucking uh like Times Square, ten, yeah, <laughs> no, on on, on uh, Union Square. You, I, was, I would get it on Union Square oh, yeah, outside yeah, the yeah. store out there, just be like, and I'd have to be like, no. <laughs> like you look at me, and I clearly listen to hip hop, but then I'm like, I have like a flat brim on, and I'm like, yeah, like baggy jeans. And I'm like, I do not listen to hip hop. I'm Come a metal. I'm a metal guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, but but I was gonna say that like, so the underground then like it was in the era of when genres became hot and then then kind of fizzled out so it was like underground rap was a thing like vice magazine was loved underground rap and like mm. you know i don't know if pitchfork even existed back then but like no they, okay player okay player like oh well yeah. obviously like like news groups and like and, and the message boards were but like there was a big push like herb magazine like rap 
Mm-hmm. And like, but it was very, it was underground rap. It wasn't, they, they were mad. It was kind of a backlash to the uh, late nineties pop hip hop, like the puffy era. Mm-hmm. Um, and mind you, underground rap was going on the whole time that was happening. Like Stretch and Bobbito were a thing. And then the late nineties had some really great underground rap that eventually turned into Def Jook stuff. Um, but, uh, but like, but it was a scene and then that kind of fizzled out. And all of a sudden the people that were listening to, you know, fucking Aesop rock were now listening to the strokes and like, they yeah. kind of had moved on and like, and it really, I gotta say like vice had a huge hand in this, like vice mm-hmm. vice dictated taste in a way that I can't even fathom what could happen now. Back yeah. then, it, especially with like cool hip people. So like they, so things moved into indie rock and then slowly like electronic music started, you know, all these things. But then around like, you know, like, I don't know, like 10 years ago, maybe like that just kind of stopped and like people just started making music they wanted to. So I don't think there was a lot of like money in, in music anymore. Like, like people yeah. weren't driven to make music just to make money. I mean, there were people still doing that, but like a lot of artists kind of started. I remember like Mike, open Mike Eagle being one of the first guys being like, huh, this guy gets it and is doing something original and, and going out of his way to be original. Yeah. Like he's not, he's not following anything. And then like, slowly all these other artists kind of pet and then you know now you got like what is pretty much the new underground which is like you know Quelly chris uh billy woods of my eagle like all who all sound different who all have different styles but like it appeals to the same mentality of the people who liked the original the old underground like the aesop fans and the and the mm-hmm. and the like even the, the rockets fans back then you know like it's it, there's still a there's still a, a similar mentality to those people but it's 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 popular again, but I think there's more ears in general hearing it because of the internet. Yeah, it's, that's a hundred percent true. Because like, I mean, I'd go to like Aesop shows, or and and like, I'd be like, yeah, I've, I've never seen these people in my life, and I've been in New York all my life. Like, and they, <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, and like I go to shows all the time, and then and then I'd I'd pull up to another show, and I'd be like, wow, it's a totally different group, and mm-hmm. and and then now with this recent you know co- come and see an open mic um recently and i miss i wish i was at the billy wood show but like the crowd just seems so m- much more uh excited to be there oh yeah well that's also and, people move to new york yeah because new yorkers are not excited for live music no, no. <laughs> as a new yorker i'm a stand in the back motherfucker i do not yeah. you'll never see me in the front row of anything <laughs> but like people who move here they're into it and they're taking advantage of new york for for good you know, for the good reasons that people live here, you know? Yeah. But I will say that going to the woods and the open my heel show, different crowds, totally mm-hmm. different crowds. Like, I mean, there's some crossover, obviously. Like I ran into people that were there at both, mm-hmm. but like, it was definitely a, just a different vibe, different crowds, you know? And that's cool. It, yeah. You know? I was just going to say like, cause like, I remember back in the day when you go to any show, uh underground hip-hop show everybody was a rapper and they would cho- oh, always God. try to rap at you hated and it hated i hated that. it with so much <laughs> like motherfuckers really need like that it, it's like a, it's such a just a, you just lack any self-awareness whatsoever because yeah. I, I mean i've been at the merch booth at my shows and, and and like you know i'm i'm at the merch booth and there's someone else playing and the guy's like yo can i can i can i spit something for you and I'm like, no, absolutely not. <laughs> do, do not. I was like, first of all, I can't hear you. It's loud here. But also I don't want, like, I don't want to be like cornered by a rapper right now. <laughs> and, it, and it really like, I get, on one hand, I get why people do it. Cause like people right. are kind of like starving to get their name out there, but also like, 
I'm not a record label. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> like the best rapper in the world could rap to me, and the and the best thing that could come out of it would be like, "Hey, you want a beat?" Like that's that's the number. That's the highest thing that could ever happen. Like otherwise, it's like cool, <laughs> thanks. Because <laughs> I'm yeah, I'm in no position to help anyone's career. You know, it's not really. Yeah. It's, I'm just not. I I don't have that kind of cachet. I mean, even still, like now it's just, it's all about virality, right? Like how, yeah. how quick, how quick something could catch on and just, just catch fire and, and be, and be spread throughout all of social medias, right? Exactly. So like somebody mm-hmm. coming up to you now and being like, yo, man, look, can I spit like six bars for you? So you'd be like, you're like, uh, uh, nah, man, like, <laughs> but, but, but the cool thing about, about the viral shit is like, there are things that kind of slowly catch fire. Like I've, I've been watching, this dude, Brian Annals, do you know mm-hmm. who Brian Annals is? He's, uh, uh, he, he's a, he has an album with this guy called Infinity Knives. And, uh, and it's a really cool album. It's like, doesn't sound like anything else. Mm-hmm. The beats are kind of like eighties beats and he's, mm-hmm. but he's rapping like very specific shit. Like he's got a lot to say and he's, and he's really good. Um, and I got put onto it. And at first I was like, huh, I don't know what I think about this. And the more I listened to it, I was like, this is really dope. And then I kind of noticed other people, being like this is dope this is dope and like all of a sudden like it's now it's a thing and like yeah. people know about it and it's nice and that kind of same thing happened with makami you know same thing happened with your Droog. like like kind of mm-hmm. like the, like there's well your Droog was a totally different oh, well, virality. That, but, but 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 i'm saying people like this is nas and people which was like, the dumbest people, <laughs> and like the fact that anyone thought he was nas is so ridiculous but yeah, like I remember, people kept pitching. Like, did you see the video where he they pitched his voice uh, uh, down? Oh, so people tried to do so much. Oh, it was so God. dumb. But I was like, I'm like listening to him rap. He raps nothing like Nas. Nothing like Nas. Like Nas would have to change his style completely. Rap about different shit. The voices I get, you know, mm-hmm. but like, it, he, I mean, he clearly wasn't Nas. <laughs> yeah, I remember just. I remember writing a blog post about it, being like, "What's wrong with you? You know, it's <laughs> it's not Nas. It's not Nas. There's no way it's Nas." But, uh, but yeah, like I, I like, I like that kind of ground up, you know, pe- like people getting it acknowledged and then slowly kind of like bigger artists try to find them and like, you know, and all of a sudden you're like, oh shit, I'm doing, I'm with Alchemist, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and that's how that, that, that happened. Arm and Hammer getting the, the, the Alchemist bump was, that was incredible. But I mean, those guys amazing. fucking slugged it out for a while, yeah. you know? I mean, like Billy Woods is, is, uh, is his arc as an artist has been incredible to watch. Mm. Because mm-hmm. you know he's been doing this shit for twenty years, and I mean, that's wild. It's more successful now than he ever was. I mean, it's kind of you could say the same thing about LP too, mm-hmm. even though that's on a different level and kind of a it's a different thing entirely. But mm-hmm. like seeing people in their old age succeed like that, <laughs> and and Woods like does not he he never half-asses anything. Mm-hmm. Like every album he makes, he's like he's like like he he puts more thought into it than I think people realize, and, and um. And it's great. Like he actually has like real themes and ideas for yeah. albums as a whole. He doesn't just make songs. Uh, and he's a great rapper. I mean, Aesop's, yeah. is, Aesop's the same way too. Aesop is a dude who like does not, never wants to make some whack shit. You know? Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> he refuses I mean, to make whack shit. And Gar- they- Garbology was amazing. <laughs> oh, like thank front you, to thank back. Uh, I still need it on vinyl. <laughs> just, uh, Oh, I mean, it, it exists. It's out there. I know. I know. I yeah. wanted it with the with the the garbage bag. I told you this at the show. I was like, all, I wanted all with them the, have the garbage bag. The garbage bag in it. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. So I'm gonna yeah. try to. I gotta get that. Oh, yeah. um, you can get it on my it. website. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> the plugs are coming. The plugs yeah. are coming. But the. I mean, I'm gonna ask you this question because I mean, it, it it's it can be used for anything, right? Mm-hmm. So I end each episode with this question, and that question is, what does the thrill of the hunt mean to you? 
Uh, and this could apply to anything. Anything. It's, I, to anything. I've never been a hunter. <laughs> okay. I'm very, I'm a very like laid back person. Uh, I'm kind of like a, you know, like whales swim around and like, and like things just like fall into their mouths. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. like, like krill will just go into their mouth. <laughs> yeah. Like I, I'm a person who just like, like even with making music, like I, I've never been a digger. Like I've never been an extensive digger, but I've, I dig enough to find the things I need to use to find things I like. Mm-hmm. Like I've never extended myself that far with digging. I, I just, uh, I don't know. Like I, I work within like, walls <laughs> and uh and it so the, the hunt it depends what it is because sometimes like you know you're, you'll find something you didn't even know you were hunting you know yeah and samples are like that all the time you, you'd be like holy mm-hmm. shit like this is the thing I, I didn't know i wanted but now here it is like with sneakers like i've never broken my back to get sneakers mm-hmm. i always like I, I i'll i'll lay in the cut and wait till they're cheaper or wait till wait till they come back around like yeah. I, I don't get like you know i didn't get a ps5 I still got a PS4, you know, like, uh-huh. like, 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 I'm not, I'm not, a, I'm not eager about things in that sense. And I don't think I really ever was except for buying new, finding new music at one point mm-hmm. in my life was a major thing like that. Like I was the, I was like the music source for all my friends. Like, mm-hmm. I'm like, Oh, I recorded stretch and Bobito last night and I edited it. Here's all the good songs you haven't heard before. Like that that's was crazy. That's what I would yeah. do. And like, but that's, you know, back then I was just trying to get as much music into my head as possible. Mm-hmm. And that I've cooled off on that considerably. Now it's like, I, I, it's hard to find things that I really that I connect with. But when I do, I obsess over it. But like, I can't say I haven't hunted for much in a long time. <laughs> I'm a lazy hunter. I would die. I would die and like naked and afraid. <laughs> or alone. Yeah. Naked and alone. <laughs> naked and afraid. I'd be afraid and alone and dead. And like, naked, naked and afraid is a lot more intense than alone is. Cause alone, alone is alone's alone. one where you have to learn how to fucking build it. You, like, no, I mean, yeah. You got to build a fort. That's and just you gotta, wild, man. That's just, you got to spend. And then you have the, the whole goal of that is to stay out there longer than anybody else yeah. that's out there with you. But you don't know that they're out when they're leaving. Right. You don't like, it's just, so crazy fucking sucks i mean do you just stop counting days after a while just like you have to because you're gonna just start going crazy but everybody in there everybody in the show does go crazy oh yeah because yeah. like they just start being like uh i remember i was i don't know if did you watch this season i watched like half of this season but the guy was like in the beginning he was just like i don't want to have a i don't want to die on this island yeah 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 like a heart problem i was just like dude just chill out like you're having an anxiety it's, problem i mean the food <laughs> shit would fuck me up i'm not yeah, gonna lie. Yeah. like like i man if I don't eat for eight hours, I lose my mind. Well, this, this <laughs> season they they had bears, so you had to like, Bro. Uh, yeah, it was crazy. <laughs> Fuck out so, here! But yeah, I finish it, finish you, that. You, you kill a bear, you win. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you win. <laughs> <laughs> but let everybody know where they can find you. Uh, you can find me. I'm Blockhead NYC on Instagram and uh, Twitter. I'm the mm-hmm. real Blockhead on Facebook. If you still use that place, uh, and I have. Uh, Blockheadnyc.net is my website. Let me just double check mm-hmm. that that is the fact. Yes. Oh, no, blockheadnyc.com. Sorry. Dot com. Uh, so if you want to buy records, merch, mm-hmm. I got shirts, I got hats, I got uh, tickets for shows, all updates go to blockheadnyc.com. But yeah, for social media, which is me just fucking around, blockheadnyc. I mean, 
your your social media presence is amazing. So I've been called a savant. Yes, you are. You're, I'm really not. I just I just enjoy it too much. It's bad. I mean, it's amazing. Like it, 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 I I was like I, I didn't realize how how big your your I don't know I don't what would I, I was gonna say like your your meme collection is, but it's it's massive. I you know I just if I see a funny picture I save it. You know. <laughs> yeah, and I think I think like yeah, your postage is hilarious. Um, but thank you again for jumping oh, on. Uh, and for everybody out there, you know what we say every week, wear your kicks. Yes. Peace.